You're listening to a Roddenberry Podcast. of the system's commonwealth in Gene Roddenberry's Andromeda had some very humble beginnings, and so did his storyline. In fact, Dylan Hunt was seen on our screens not once, but twice before Andromeda gave the character a five-season saga. I'm Jessica Linverdi, and for today's Sci-Fi 5, we are rolling back to this day in 1974, the second appearance of Dylan Hunt with a very different face. It was on this day that CBS premiered the TV movie Planet Earth, the second attempt at a pilot for Gene Roddenberry's proposed Genesis 2 series. Genesis 2, aired a year earlier, told the tale of Dylan Hunt, a man placed in an experimental suspended animation chamber built by the government beneath Carlsbad Caverns. An earthquake hits, the chamber is abandoned, and when Dylan Hunt is awoken, it's by a ragtag group of pacifists calling themselves PAX, who are trying to restore order to a post-apocalyptic landscape dominated by marauders, mutants, and criminals. Dylan Hunt takes it upon himself to help these people lead the fight to restore civilized society, a key plot point in every version of the Dylan Hunt story. For that movie, Alex Cord played Dylan Hunt, but he moved on to other work when Genesis 2 didn't get a series order. But since this show was created by Gene Roddenberry, who reformulated Star Trek into the show we all know and love, when given the opportunity to mount the production of a second pilot episode, Genesis 2 was given another chance, a new name, and a new leading man, that ever-reliable mainstay of 70s TV and film, the late, great John Saxon. Very much in demand as a guest star in other TV series, this was Saxon's chance to be the star of not just his own show, but a show from the creator of Star Trek. Saxon's take on Dylan Hunt was very different from Cord's, with Saxon playing him as a man of action, perhaps not entirely unlike a certain starship captain. Planet Earth picked up where Genesis 2 had left off, and Dylan Hunt was now part of the PAX team instead of an outsider. Of the Genesis 2 cast, only Ted Cassidy, another familiar face and voice of TV at the time, returned to his original role. And there were plenty of new faces in front of and behind the cameras for this installment in the story of Dylan Hunt. While Gene Roddenberry was given a second chance to tell the tale of Dylan Hunt's quest to restore civilization as he once knew it, it was felt by Warner Brothers, the studio, taking a chance on producing his first sci-fi series concept after Star Trek, that maybe he needed some help. Enter rising TV writer Juanita Bartlett, who would go on to great success as a producer on The Rockford Files and The Greatest American Hero, among others. Some of Gene's favorite collaborators also made their first appearance in the pack story in Planet Earth, including two-time Star Trek guest star Diana Muldar as the ruthless ruler of a matriarchal society. Years before, Gene once again recruited her as Dr. Pulaski for Star Trek The Next Generation. Director Mark Daniels, who was behind the camera for some of the original Star Trek's best-loved episodes, directed Planet Earth, and Robert H. Justman produced. William Ware Tice was on board to handle costumes, including Pax uniforms whose lines might have inspired the direction of Tice's original 24th century Starfleet uniforms. But despite Genesis 2 getting a second chance at Planet Earth, this pilot still didn't lead to a series. It did, one year later, lead to a third pilot attempt, Strange New World. Gene was less involved with this production, having refocused his efforts on reviving Star Trek as a feature film. As a result, John Saxon returned to play 
Anthony Vico instead of Dylan Hunt, but that slightly more futuristic take on Dylan Hunt still didn't sell the series. The PAX concept would languish for a couple decades before it was dusted off to serve as inspiration for a much more futuristic take on Dylan Hunt awakening from his long slumber to save civilization, Gene Roddenberry's Andromeda, nearly a decade after Gene himself had died. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5 for April 23rd. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment, executive producer Rod Roddenberry. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.